If you want to know what gear you need to set up a really professional sounding podcast, this is the show for you. Let's go. This is Tim Ferriss. Welcome to another episode of The Tim Ferriss Show. We're going to talk about house prices. House prices in Ireland in particular. The Two Johnnies podcast, bringing you all the mayhem and news from the world of the Two Johnnies. Open the pod bay doors, pal. This is Business Wars. The EY Podcast CEO Outlook Series. Pod this one. is the Tommy's Tiernan's Tommy's choice. idea. We just go for it. Brace yourself. Go ahead, absolutely go ahead. It's showtime. Welcome to How to Build a Podcast for Your Brand. My name is Dusty Rhodes. Today, we're going to hear how one of radio's most well-known broadcasters is transitioning to podcasts. You'd think someone with a huge presenting experience would fly through this, but like anything else in life, there were plenty of lessons and surprises along the journey, and we'll hear and learn from them right now. Joining me is Adrian Kennedy, who quite simply has dominated Irish talk radio like nobody else for over 20 years. Along with Jeremy Dixon, he has hosted and produced award-winning and rating-smashing shows on FM 104 98FM and today is once again setting the trend and indeed setting the standard by taking his massively popular show online as a podcast called Opinion Matters. Uh, Adrian, let me start off by asking you, a lot of people think that radio and podcasting is the same. As you're going through this transition, would you agree? No, that's a simple answer to your question. No, um, I've worked in radio since I was knee high to a grasshopper. I did my first radio show when I was just 15. Mm. And this is the very first time in my entire career that I don't have a radio station to go to because unfortunately, uh, as has happened to many people in this business, uh, we were made redundant at the end of April when 98FM decided to change the direction of the radio station, uh, applied for a derogation to reduce their news and current affairs output, and boom, we were the fall guys. And uh, our show was taken off, not because it wasn't performing, mm-hmm. not because um, it wasn't popular. <clears throat> Excuse me, it was taken off mainly to save money. It's as simple as that. But you are the kind of person who doesn't take news like that lying down and you went, all right, okay, well, we have got something that's massively successful here. The radio station did want it for their own reasons or, or, or whatever. It certainly wasn't anything to do with ratings. Um, and you said, right, let's, let's do this online. Do you find that being your own boss now and being on the internet and being a podcast, do you find it very liberating and freeing? Uh, very much so. Um, uh, I came from a background of late night talk radio, and that was fairly free mm-hmm. in that it was being broadcast and governed by the radio authorities. But we got away with blue murder on on the the nighttime show. Mm. When we decided to give that up back in 2013 and moved to 98FM for a daytime show, the main uh, reasoning behind that was for lifestyle change more than anything else. Uh, Both myself and Jeremy had worked nights for 17 years and had just had enough, basically. So uh, we reinvented ourselves a little bit and started our daytime show, which was a very steep learning curve because we got away with blue murder on nighttime radio that wasn't the case on daytime radio and what we found over the years was that we were i would say in the last year or two we were controlled within an inch of our lives in terms of what we could cover what we couldn't cover the way we could cover stuff and so on so 
when that sadly came to an end at the end of April, we thought, right, let's reinvent ourselves again. We've done it once before, we can do it again. Um, in a slightly more difficult environment in that we are literally starting from scratch. Hmm. So over the last couple of weeks, we have... Uh, literally learned from scratch uh, everything that we're doing at this moment uh, from building our own little studio. We very kindly uh, got an offer of uh, what was an em- just an empty office mm. uh, for our use for the foreseeable future in the White Sands Hotel. It, it has given us a base to start from. Mm. So what we've done over the last couple of weeks is essentially built our own studio uh, we have put in new computers, new mixing desks, uh, new microphones, mm. and started from scratch. And what we've yeah, go on. If if somebody is thinking about, I want to start my uh, own podcast, and they think to themselves, I need a studio. I think firstly, you're kind of proving that you don't necessarily need a studio in the traditional sense of the word. That you have a room in that in that building, and you're just able to use that room. Basically, yeah. Have you done any specific, like, uh, sound treatment to the room to make it not as hollowy? No. This All right, is okay. answer to that. Um, uh, we may do in the future, but we haven't yet. And one of the things that we have uh, discovered is this is just uh, the room that we're in is the size of an average bedroom. Mm. And it's something I was never aware of the echo that can be created in a, oh, in yeah. a room small yeah. uh, with bare walls. So mm-hmm. it is something uh, that we will look to in the future, but we don't need it at this moment because I'm talking to you on a uh, headset with a microphone. It's a very high quality microphone mm-hmm. and it doesn't pick up the echo in the room, which is uh, unbelievable. Now, this is one of the things that I have discovered with podcasting as well. And I would say it to anybody who's thinking of running a podcast is actually the headsets. Think about them and consider them because they have you're able your ears are covered and you're listening to everything directly. So there's no uh, problems with sound that way. And then the fact that you've got a boom arm coming off the headset and the microphone is right in front of your face essentially mm-hmm. means that you're picking up the voice very clearly and you're not necessarily picking up the rest of the room exactly and that's why we decided to uh go for these in the end absolutely if we got the room properly uh in fact i'll give you an example so this is me talking to you on on this microphone okay. and i also have, oh, uh, I'll, I'll describe the other microphone okay so the head yeah. now the headset is a good headset all right but the mm-hmm. other microphone that he has there in front of me it looks like a neumann to me now these microphones are really Top end, you're talking somewhere in the region of 1200 to maybe two grand or something like that, okay? And it, the quality is in a studio setting. However, mm. however, <laughs> when you're yes. in a normal room, hit it, it there. It's a little bit more difficult. So let me demonstrate. So I'm talking to you now on the headset, uh, headset that we've uh, chosen to use. So I'll knock that off and I'll switch on the other microphone, which has a nice sound to it, but mm-hmm. you can hear the echo in the room. Quite clearly, actually, you can hear the echo in the room unless I'm right up close to the microphone. And even when you're right up close to the microphone, you can still hear it. Yes. So Hmm. it is for that reason. And you can hear the difference very clearly now when I switch from one to the other. And now I'm back on the other microphone Mm -hmm. in the same room. Now, what it kind of proves is that uh, the condenser mics are so good, they pick up everything. Uh, Yes. 
but you don't want it unless you have sound treated the room, which is something, as I said, mm. we may do over the over the coming months. Let's see how everything goes for us. And if so, then we will. Well, I shall give you a tip, okay? Uh, if you want to treat the sound within the room, there's a difference between soundproofing and sound treatment, okay? Soundproofing is to stop sound getting out of the room or to stop sound getting into the room. You're in a nice, quiet location, so you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Sound treatment is what happens within the room itself. So when you're speaking on the other microphone, your voice is bouncing off several walls before, and that's why you get that echo, okay? So to stop the sound bouncing off the walls, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the company, all right, but what I got for myself was uh, they are acoustic foam panels. Now, you see lots of people who've got these triangular-shaped things and they're always grey. Ah, oh, I hate them, all right? Uh, these ones were BASF-treated, uh, they were about 40 quid a pop. Uh, they're, I think, a metre uh, by, by a half metre. That's the size of them. Uh, put some up on the walls, OK? In front of you, behind you, very important. And here's the killer, right? The one everybody forgets, the ceiling. Right. Nice. You get that covered, okay, and you will completely uh, uh, change the dynamic of the sound within the room, and you could do it for under two hundred euro. Okay, right. I'll definitely uh, take that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but this is what I'm thinking. Like you know, for for people who do want to do a podcast, and I I am a great believer in. We've had so much high quality media over the years: films movies, TV, radio, and it's all been to broadcast quality. Now everybody's able to make their own movies and their own videos and their own streams and their own radio shows, but they need to do it at the same standard. Mm -hmm. And it's little things like that that bring you up to that broadcast quality. So your microphone is fantastic, okay? So uh, we're delighted with that. Um, You have also gone with cameras for your podcast. Now, what was the thinking behind that? Because we're streaming on Facebook, so um, if and you just have to have video. If we uh, just streamed uh, audio with a blank screen or whatever, mm. it just doesn't get the traction. It doesn't get the viewers. Okay, right. and I, I know that from when we were in '98, we uh, streamed our show onto Facebook every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just a blank card. It was just a uh, moving card. Nothing else. You couldn't see into the studio mm. or anything. And it did very badly, actually. It never got high listenership. The difference when you actually have something for people to look at Mm. is immense in terms of of Facebook traction. I want to go back to the point that I made that people expect high quality regardless of of who's making the show, okay? Uh, And another thing I have to take my hat off to you and say congratulations to you on is that you have actually made your video feed look fantastic. And it's much better than I think anything I've seen with a, a radio station doing. Uh, I believe that what you are doing is you're using some kind of a, a green screen behind you, yeah. uh, which which many people have. We're all used to Zoom meetings and Zoom tries to cut out whatever background it can or to, or to blur it or something. You've just got one, one small step and you've actually put a green wall behind you. Mm. And it means that you're able to replace it with whatever image that you want. It looks really good. Ultimately, uh, at this moment, uh, what you can see behind me, and I know you're recording the audio of this, but what you can see behind me is just a wall. Yeah, it looks like like a brick wall wall is what I'm seeing. And yesterday when I was watching it. We have three different cameras in the studio and uh, you can see a big television behind me. Mm -hmm. 
important. We can change it to whatever view we want. We can literally. Um, so the the thinking in the in the uh, next while mm. is that it will be uh, we will be in a position to host um, business logos on the back wall. Um, we'd be able to do pretty much what we want with it. Now, uh, obviously, that's been a very steep learning curve for, for me because I've only worked in the audio sphere. I've never worked uh, with video. So even the stuff that we're putting up on, on Facebook every day, it, like I said, it's been a big learning curve. So I, I've finally learned that I can do things like change the background uh, from there to there and all of that. Well, tell me very quickly then, what, what what's your setup? Okay, our studio, we have um, a mixer, which is a roadcaster mm-hmm. uh, by road. It is just the best mixer for what we do. Uh, we're able to take on uh, two phone calls at any one time. You can have the two phone calls talking to each other. So it's basically like a, a radio show. Mm-hmm. It has four uh, separate mic channels on it, and it has... Um, uh, uh, an audio pad where we can play uh, stuff Jingles like this. And- Live from our studios in the White Sands Hotel, Port Marnock, Dublin. Ta-da. It's a new matter with Adrian and Jeremy, where your opinion counts. There you go. All right, we so you. Like that. So that's essentially it's like a little. It's like the radio station in a box, as it were. Yes. A couple of microphones. You're the talent. Tell me about the cameras. The the, the headsets. Uh, three different cameras, and that's uh, ultimately. The uh, video aspect of it is mm. the least important, to be quite honest with you. We've just decided to try and make it look as good as possible for the live stream. Mm. But ultimately, it will be the audio podcast is what we're going to be concentrating on. Uh, so when our podcasts launch, they'll be available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Google, everywhere. Uh, they'll be uh, distributed by GoLoud. Um, mm. But they're only audio, so it doesn't really matter what the background looks like as long as the content is uh, is solid enough. And that's that's where we're at. Let me talk about the content, uh, because you're now working in a podcast, you're working online, you don't have the same restrictions, you don't have to, you don't have to abide by broadcasting guidelines, right? you literally can do anything you want. However, you're a professional, you're, you're a professional journalist, you're a former head of news, you're very experienced in what you do. Um, what would you give, what advice would you give to people in relation to podcasting and regarding, you know, libel and defamation and that kind of stuff is kind of what I have in my mind, because you have to be very careful about what you say, but also about what your callers say on the air. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trained to within an inch of my life on <laughs> Irish libel law, having worked on broadcast radio for many, many years. So I've been trained very regularly on, mm. on the internet. So I know what can go and what can't go. And the beauty of what we're doing now is uh, with podcasting, obviously we will take the the, the the full show that we broadcast on our app and on Facebook, mm. but then we'll edit the hell out of it and mm. tighten it up and uh, send it out into the podcast world. So, you know, if there's anything libelous or whatever, it certainly won't be. It won't be included in there. Yeah, no, yeah. You, exactly. you do have you to do have an editing skill. Um, and in terms of, I, I know what you were getting at, uh, that, you, you know, you've got that freedom. Are you going to be effing and blind and, and uh, you know, yeah. letting your guard down a, a little bit? Um, no. 
is the simple answer to that. I don't believe, and I know an awful lot of podcasts are geared around, uh, I can think of one in particular, and all you hear is effing this and effing that and effing the other. Now, I could do the same thing, but I'm not going to, um, because... Like you said, I'm I'm a trained journalist. Mm. That's my background. Uh, I've presented legal talk radio for many years. But it does give us a little bit more freedom in the conversations that we can have. Um, And what I mean by that, on daytime radio, you can't really have a conversation with a woman who's fed up receiving dick pics on uh, social media. We had that conversation on on our show last week, and it it was fairly... Uh, graphic uh, mm-hmm. stuff that I just couldn't have maybe would have gotten away on nighttime radio but mm. on daytime radio you certainly can so but uh, you're able to have conversations like that without being smutty and without being of course uh, you know using crude language and stuff like that so that's what we try to avoid so it's still going to be very professional we can do an awful lot more than we were able to do mm. before but it will still be very similar to what we did before in terms of the way in which when we were with 98FM, our uh, podcasts were some of the most popular in the Communicore radio group. In other words, we would get more listens than Pat Kenny would from News Talk out of the same group of radio stations. So we're hoping, (laughs) he said with his fingers crossed, uh, to be able to... Try and tap into that again. Those people who enjoyed mm. what we were doing are still there. We just have to try and convince them that this is the new way of listening. Uh, a lot of people who run podcasts, and I think it's quite interesting, podcasts differ from radio in that there's not really much interaction. It's a couple of people and they're around microphones and they're talking and uh, that, that's fantastic. As I said you're not only just kind of setting the, the the trend, but you're also setting the standards, okay? And you were kind of going away from that little static, just a couple of people in a room talking to actually interacting with the audience who are listening. How do you get the people who are passively listening to your podcast or looking at the Facebook page or have downloaded your app, how do you get them to contact you, give them, give you their opinion? Okay, well, what we discovered before we left uh, 98FM was that one third of people listened to us on uh, podcasts. One third of people consumed our content uh, through social media. And one third of people were actually listening on FM. So uh, with that in mind, theoretically, we can still access two thirds of that audience because that's how they were consuming our content. For example, I was walking down Grafton Street the week after we were let go from 98. Mm. And a fellow on Grafton Street waved over the other side of the road. Hey, Adrian, how are you getting on? He called me over. He said, I'm listening to you. And I said, what do you mean you're listening to me? I sure I don't work for 98 FM anymore. <laughs> oh, Oh, I'm listening to, and he, he took out his phone and he's listened to his show <laughs> two or three weeks ago. So that was his way of consuming our radio show. It didn't yeah. matter to him that he couldn't ring in. He wanted to uh, consume it in in that way. So we, we will have a third, in theory, of our uh, audience who are watching or listening to us live. They mm. can contribute. And then if you're listening to the podcast subsequently, obviously you can't ring in, but you can still come back to us and ask us to bring up um, topics on, on on our show that we will debate that you can listen to tomorrow on your podcast. So 
uh, we have, um, for example, a lot of what we do is is using uh, WhatsApp voice notes. We use them very regularly. Uh, we uh, get nearly as much volume of WhatsApp voice notes as we would have when we were on the radio. So, um, like I said, this is all a very steep learning curve still. This yeah. is going to take another couple of months before uh, this is up and running. And in theory, he said with his fingers crossed, mm-hmm. I can be making us a few bob with sponsorship <laughs> and stuff like that. But it's going to take another while to get that up and running. It's really, really interesting listening to you, Adrian, because you've you've been doing it for so long and doing it for so well and so successfully. And then you're kind of you're literally jumping out of the uh, the frying pan, as it were, into the fire and being your own boss. And it's great to hear the problems that you are tackling and the way that you are able to get over them. And I think that you are just going to be an, an enormous success on uh, podcasting and online and uh, I wish you absolutely every every success if you'd like to find out more about Adrian and Jeremy's new podcast you can find them on Facebook just search for Adrian Kennedy and Jeremy Dixon or follow the link in our show notes as well and of course if you'd like to chat about any of the topics discussed today or if any questions you'd like answered either directly or on the podcast you can just email me hello at dustpod.ie until next time from myself Dusty Rose thank you very much for listening Open the pod bay doors, pal. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Pal?